Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. From a topical, comical, and knowledgeable Boston sports talker dropping in hotter than a tropical climate Breaking news, he supplies it And you want the truth? Scoops Keith will find it He's talking about all the sports And he's also a hashtag dork And a father of two sweet daughters The leader of your squad for you evening marauders And night commuters Tune in and sit tight 6 to 10, more like 6 to midnight Ow, the mic's hot on a Night's Watch crew Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox too Doing this since the Rich Keith Project Now we has got podcasts and Twitch stream content KWFE on WEEI It's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy Alright, welcome into a Wednesday night edition of the Rich Keith Show here on WEEI It's a full tank program and Fitzy is alongside Fitzy, how are you, sir? Oh, Rich, man, I, like you, the host of Wednesday Evenings on Boston Sports Original and the New England quarterbacks are on top of the world. They are having a great time, and it looks like we might have some real change upon us as if you read Betwixt the Lines, the Bailey Zappi era is now upon us. Allow me to read you a Phil Perry tweet, and I I take the the words that he chose uh, very seriously. He said, Bailey Zappi just strolled through the locker room strolled, approached by a few reporters. He smiled and said he'd be speaking tomorrow. Oh, good practice, he was asked. Great practice. (laughs) Bailey Zappi is on top of the world. There's a new sheriff in town, and there's a new Patriots savior, and it's Bailey Zappi. The guy's smiling, he's strolling, and he said they had a great practice, which, dare I say, maybe their first great practice of the year, if he, in fact, is telling the truth. If he is, in fact, telling the truth. Now, he didn't say if it was great for the team or if it was just great for him individually. You can understand why it would be great for him individually if he is now the new starting QB of the NEP. That would explain why he was sashaying like he was cock of the walk. And and you know what? Yeah, why not? Good for him. Good for him. He deserves it at this point because the New England Patriots quarterback motto is can't be worse than Mac. Can't be worse than Mac, although could be possible. We'll see. We'll have an opportunity. We got six more games. We got six more of these to find out how much how do we worse really it is. Have that many more games, really? It's nuts. We've been doing this for like well, because we started with the only ten games left, only nine games. Like oh. this process has been uh, ongoing, but it finally seems <laughs> countdown like, <laughs> to the end of the season. Like, good lord, that's a lot. There's a lot of meat on this bone still left. <laughs> it's a full shame. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh, you're not a you're pot not get- roast of misery. <laughs> You're not excused from the table. Sit back down. You still have all of this left to finish. And the like, dog won't come over and eat the broccoli yeah. or the burnt like, part of the meatloaf. So you're not fooling me. Not fooling me on this. So Bailey Zappi, who we have seen four times this year, all in uh, mop-up duty, a couple of blowouts, a two-minute drill, and then a half. And uh, I don't know. I mean, last year, the Bailey Zappi people, and not, there aren't many of them, but Last year, you could kind of hang your hat on, hey, this guy got thrown into it, kind of looked all right, considering the offense was a mess last year, and 
two of the better games they played all last year offensively. Bailey Zappi was the quarterback. This year, he was cut before the season started. Just like, see you later, dude. And nobody claimed him. So he came right back, tail between his legs, and signed to the practice squad. And then was elevated game day because like they didn't have anybody else ready to go. So then he was elevated, and he had been the backup for every game, except for the Raiders game, where Malik Cunningham was the only backup. And the word out of practice today was Bailey Zappi took the majority of the reps. Malik Cunningham was out there taking reps. Mac Jones watched. So that's where we're at right now with the Patriots quarterback situation with six games to go. Do you think he was, quote, made to watch? As in, like, <laughs> you go to your corner and you watch how someone plays quarterback. Like that the guy right from, way, uh, from Liberty. Did you watch that documentary? He was in no. the corner watching. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But, oh. uh, yeah, it's bad. Well, it's I don't know if you can say that word on the air, so I won't. But Oh, rhymes with uh, tuck hold? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> luck. I think I know. Rhymes with luck. Yeah. Uh, and bold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've already, but I feel like they've already embarrassed and shamed the Mac guy. That, yeah, fine. Maybe he is. Maybe he's fake hurt. Maybe he's real hurt. Who knows? He, do you think he left the game on Sunday due to injury? Pride. No, he did have the he did have the X-ray in uh, a couple weeks ago. I don't, right? know, what, I don't know what's German for X-ray. So <laughs> they say X-ray. 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 <laughs> Yell it. Um, yeah, he did have the X-ray after the game in Frankfurt, which I I don't believe was to cover up. Like, oh yeah, my no. arm, it's broken. That's why I threw that pass. Then it the would have been a real. E- it would have been real easy for them just to make that switch. Then just to be like, all right, he's. He stinks, but he's hurt, so we're benching because he's hurt. So, hey, any team in the offseason that might want to trade for him, we're not benching him because of poor performance. We're benching him because we're actually uh, we're sitting him down because he's hurt. Like, guys get hurt. What are you going to do? But I don't think that's the case. And he played a half last week. I mean, was a mess. Bailey Zappi wasn't a whole lot better. They did score a touchdown, so that was good. But they weren't a whole lot better. And then today he's just kind of watching because I think – in a situation like this, where the guy's been benched so many times, he's been giving so many chances, and he hasn't been able to break through at all, I don't think you can make the switch and then just have him be the backup. Because if Bailey Zappi gets hurt or if Bailey Zappi struggles, what? Here comes Mac Jones? Like, the locker room's just thrilled to death that Mac Jones is gone, and then one play later, he's back in. Like, no, I think you have to have him inactive. Like, I think you have to have him literally watch the whole thing. That's, well, you could also posit it in the way that maybe what they're doing is Zappy's going to start now when he's ineffective. And here comes <laughs> Mac Jones. And Mac resuscitates his career. No way. Vitalizes his image and the team by coming in in a relief performance. Remember that time Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime of the Bourbon Bowl and the SCLSU Mud Dogs <laughs> came back to win? To Mac Jones, 209 yards in the second half, two touchdowns, Patriots win. Imagine no that. way. Yeah, I mean, no. maybe on a Madden Zero sim. chance. Not, I'm Zero. not sure. But the team, we'll see how they respond. I know Juju Smith-Schuster was quoted in the locker room, like, putting over all the quarterbacks. He was saying how uh, great Bailey Zappi was and moving the chains. He was saying that Malik Cunningham is a dangerous guy. And then he was also talking about Mac Jones, too, and being like, you know, he does, he does uh, you know, he's been positive throughout this whole experience. He's a true professional. So he was speaking highly of everybody. Mike Kosicki had one of the absolute most hilarious lines of the season. Let me pull it up. Cadillac had it. Uh, Mike Kosicki, quote, we've got a lot of talented guys that can lead our offense. Who are they? <laughs> Name one. Uh, here's Name your something. favorite one. Here's my f- 
Again, I was saying to Hart the other day on Six Rings. Yeah, there's Mike uh, an hour ago. Mike Kosicki on the hashtag Patriots quarterback situation. Stop colon. It. We've got a lot of talented guys that can lead our offense. Then put them in. Where have they been? Let's go ahead. Go. Whenever you get a chance. Uh, I, I uh, Will Greer is back, by the way. So you have Will yeah. Greer. You have Malik Cunningham. You have Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. Those are the four guys that he's referring to uh, that have uh, a lot of talent. If you're Mike Kosicki, would you have rather gone to the Patriots for $4.5 million and had a chance to take significant snaps this season or been a bench warmer for $2.5 million on the Dolphins? Yeah, probably that. Hmm. Good bit, yeah. Down good. in Miami, so, you're asking that out of your mind. The offense is so good, so nobody's really looking at anybody to blame. You're like, oh, well, what do you, what do you want me to do? How am I going to catch passes with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell out here? Like, he has been... Such a wild disappointment. Even if your expectations weren't super high, like he is so far below whatever you thought he was going to be. Like, I don't even know how, I mean, (laughs) I I can understand this guy. There's no explaining it. No. Like, he's insanely ineffective. All okay. What is the name of the docu series on Netflix about these various athletes and uh, and or teams with legendary struggles, scandals, et cetera? Was it Untold? Untold. Yep. yep. Okay. They did Swamp Kings. They did Johnny Manziel, et cetera. Yeah. There is going to have to be. Forget thirty for thirty. I want the full uncensored. You know, as with all due respect to the ten parts of the dynasty coming next year on Apple TV Plus, I want the full single or two episode version of Untold that explains exactly. What in the F happened to Mac Jones? Like, wow. the way the man c- comes off the national championship, yep. rides in on the horse, up, you know, un- unseats, usurps the job from Cam Newton, has an excellent rookie, you know, pretty good to excellent at times rookie season, and is heralded as the next great thing, the starting quarterback of the future in the Patriots, and thank God, somebody to finally take over for Tom Brady and alleviate us from that god-awful hangover to get this guy out of town. He sucks. People right. burning jerseys. The viewed as the pariah of the Patriots franchise. Like, so I what think the I, hell happened? I kind of think that he was never that good to begin with. And let me just play this out. I think he is sort of like a Ken Dorsey, Colt McCoy type where he was in a, a, a wagon of a team in college, lit it up. Those guys are actually more impressive because they did it for four years. I think Mac Jones only did it for the one. Like one but, and a half tops, yeah. Yeah, but I think he got put in a spot where there's a little adversity very early and then the team hit that stride in the middle of the season, which we talk about a few times. We've brought this up where they faced backup quarterbacks, third string quarterbacks, teams that didn't have their best offensive players. And the defense really feasted on those bad teams. And they went on a winning streak. Yep, yep. Then they were 10 and seven. They probably weren't that good. They had some holdovers from the 18 team, which won 12 games. They, uh, they are from the 19 team, right? So they had the one year in between with Cam Newton, but then they were able to, squeak get themselves into the playoffs and then they got absolutely like doors blown off them in the playoffs and I don't think there was a lot of great Mac Jones games necessarily but he was the starter all season long the team won 10 games he had a positive touchdown to pick per, you know ratio so you're like all right all the other quarterbacks in his draft class looked like they never played football before wasn't even yeah so I think that, that helped great against I, that yeah, yes he yes. only I think he only went 22 touchdowns to 13 picks and yeah you know, we were so desperate, we were so hungry, so thirsty, as they like to say, yes. for somebody to come in and take over for Brady, relieve us of Cam, et cetera. Right. That, you know, here comes the kid from college. Look at the season. Look what Josh did with him. Just imagine what Belichick's going to be able to do with him over time. That we overlook the fact 
that he padded his stats in games like against Cleveland. Jets, against Jaguars, Tennessee, Cleveland. They had yeah. nobody. And then, of course, Jets and Jaguars right. who were starting sub-D2 levels. Like, I, uh, Alabama would have beaten both of those teams. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that was part of it. And you're like, hey, great. You know, take the wins where you can get them. But I don't think he was really that good and then it falls off and there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons behind it too that aren't that are sort of out of his control that he wasn't able to overcome but he's played 42 games in the NFL 43 if you count the playoff game he's probably had five really good ones he's probably had 10 well, to 15 terrible ones and then he's I had like 30 in between right give or take three maybe like three really good games his rookie yeah. season Cleveland yeah. Yeah, uh, obviously Jets, Jaguars, mm-hmm. Maybe not even sort of Tennessee, not really. Uh, I mean, there's then, one game the team asked him to throw the ball three times. So I don't. Three. Yeah, he maybe never times. been that good, but yeah, nobody thought the fall off. Just like he and the team, nobody thought it was going to be a two win season or a let's bench the guy four times. Uh, we're starting with Mac Jones. Actually, we're starting with the Patriots quarterback situation. As Bailey Zappi apparently is now the cock of the walk in the locker room, feeling pretty good. It looks like there's going to be a real change. Uh, your thoughts on this? 617-779-7937. A full tang Wednesday night program. Rich Keefe show with Fitzy. Right now, here's Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now, the Celtics advance in the in-season tournament after they beat the Bulls 124-97 to last night. Celtics needed to win by 23 or more and started to intentionally foul Andre Drummond in the fourth quarter, which drew criticism from some people, including the Bulls coach, Billy Donovan. And I'm not going to, I said this before, I'm not going to, you know, necessarily, he's got to coach his team and do what he feels right. You know, I just felt like, okay, great, keep Tatum, keep, keep balling. I've never, ever, play all the way to the end. I'm like, I'm, I got no problem, you know, but I just thought it was putting Andre in a tough spot in a 30-point game. I just, I, 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 didn't, I didn't like that. Celtics will now face the Pacers for the quarterfinal of the tournament on Monday night, tip-off at 7.30. Their next regular season game will be Friday night when they host the 76ers at the TD Garden, tip-off also at 7.30. The Bruins had a practice today. They're back on the ice tomorrow night when they'll host the Sharks. Puck drop at 7 p.m. The Bruins have dropped three straight in four of its last five while allowing 23 goals over that span. And the quarterback fiasco continues for the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick told the media earlier today he would not be announcing his starting quarterback for Sunday's game against the Chargers. However, if today's practice is any indication, it looks like it could very well be Bailey Zappi. Zappi took multiple repetitions at the full pads practice, then was followed by undrafted rookie Malik Cunningham, who was on the practice squad. Mac Jones didn't take any throws in the time that reporters were present, nor did practice squad quarterback Will Greer. Both Demario Douglas and Ty Montgomery did not practice during today's practice. There were also a number of players on limited participation. Those players include David Andrews, Juwan Bentley, Chris Board, Kayshawn Booty, Trent Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, Riley Reef, Matthew Slater, Sidney Sow, and Dietrich Wise. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More of Keith Show coming up. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say WEI is a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. He looked good. He looked good. Uh, you know, him going out there, you know, uh, making throws and, you know, moving the chain, moving the ball, we got on the field. 
Uh, he looked good. How much of that change of the pace seeing Malik getting some reps? Uh, that's that's uh, another situation, man. That, that's a that's a dangerous dude right there. Um, it's him being in there. You know, he, he can do a lot of different things. You know, with the ball in hand. That would be Juju Smith-Schuster talking up the quarterbacks of the New England Patriots back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I, Full Tang Program. And, I mean, he's talking about his teammates. What can he say? He hasn't been anything. He's been awful this year, so it'd be crazy for him to say anything else. But it's just, this is where we're at, 2-9, and nine, talking about two quarterbacks who are barely in the NFL and you got Juju Smith-Schuster saying, uh, one's a dangerous dude. He's dangerous, all right. Well, dangerous uh, to who? To I'm which team? Sure. Like, he, like, hey, if you're talking about a guy that's dangerous to our chances of winning, <laughs> take your pick. There is By that, the way, does, yeah. uh, does Juju know that the check clears? He doesn't have to keep saying this? He doesn't have to do that. And I just feel like Juju Smith-Schuster and Mike Gesicki, talking about check clearing, they are stealing money. If they got paid a hundred grand, they'd be stealing money from Foxborough. Like that is, they haven't done a damn thing. They, I was looking this up earlier. Mike Gesicki, how many catches do you think he has this season? Receptions, eleven games Gisicki? played. Yeah, how right, many, let me let me Gisicki. guess. I haven't looked. How many okay. catches? This is a fun segment. Let's this play. Is a guess those sta- yeah, right. This is a blast. Yeah, it's a blast. get some game show music. Let's yeah. play. Guess those stats. Guess those stats. This is one of the classic Rich Keefe show games. Guess those stats. <laughs> I can play that all night. I can play that the rest of the night, actually. We can do old stats. Are we playing Grab Them Cakes? No, JYD. It's Guess Them Stats. Guess Them Stats. Every uh, night Mike at 626. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, this is, you heard this music. You know that's Guess Them Stats. <laughs> Here goes Richard uh, Dawson to kiss your mom around the mouth. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Uh, Mike Kosicki on the season. 11 games played. Okay. I'm going to go... 19 receptions for 227 yards and one touchdown. Wow. You are close. 21 catches. Uh-huh. I legit only remember one of them. 182 yards yep. and the one touchdown against Buffalo, which we all remember because it was the game winner. It was the craziest thing of the year that they had a fourth quarter comeback win over the Buffalo Bills. So I know have their own issues, but still against anybody. If they did this against... Uh, Zverian brothers, I would be, I'd be surprised. Catholic Memorial versus <laughs> uh, the Patriots. Who wins? What's the spread? <laughs> Three and a half, depending yeah. on where the game is. Uh, but yeah, so one touchdown. He's averaging eight point seven yards a catch. He's averaging sixteen point five yards a game. I don't remember where those other twenty grabs came from. He's also, uh, I think, ran the wrong route a few times. He had that one awesome play where he basically aided Max Crosby into the end zone to uh, to, oh, to, to that kill was Matt great. Jones. Where were you when he put absolutely no effort into blocking when he was the other guy oh, in addition to Vidarian Lowe? They yeah. went 0 for 2 trying to even just make Max Crosby not get to Mac Jones. Oh, no, he's horrendous. I have, and what's just awful, but just like <laughs> he's so like, bad. There's not much more um, you can really say about it. Is there it. anyone, uh, Ju- can we play Guess Them Stats for Juju? Yeah, let's play a quick little Guess Them Stats. Stiz, cue the music once again for Guess Them Stats. <laughs> We're talking about Juju Smith-Schuster <laughs> for the oh New God. England Patriots. Okay, here we go. Uh, uh, let me give you the games. Let me give you the games played as a little. So he's only played in nine games. Nine games for Juju Smith-Schuster. Give me receptions, yards, and touchdowns. I'm going to go just a whisker under three catches a game. So I'm going to go 25 receptions, 
four yards, one touchdown. You are high on the catches and yards. He does have one touchdown. So both Mike Yasicki and Juju Smith-Schuster have a touchdown apiece. Smith-Schuster has 24 catches for 159 yards. What in the what the hell? He's averaging 17 yards a game. 17 yards a game. So you're getting between the two of them, two, maybe three first downs again <laughs> between Mike Kosicki and Juju Smith-Schuster, two of the big off-season acquisitions. They have been absolutely terrible. Uh, just to put it in perspective, uh, Brandon Ayuk averages more yards per catch than both of those gentlemen do per game. And that'll do it for the Rich Keefe Show here on WBEI. <laughs> and we're going to take you to national programming. Oh, actually, Rich, I just yeah. got a call from ne- <laughs> Network. <laughs> just got a call and from Network Executives. Play. Guess them uh, stats. Guess them stats has been canceled. <laughs> oh, my God. What a depressing game. What a so, depressing season. What a depressing. This is. I, I. So earlier today, Hart and I did a. Uh, there's actually a uh, real quick. There's four guys in the NFL averaging more more yards per catch than uh, Gesicki is averaging per game. Uh, but we should, let's play. <laughs> but now let's uh, pivot to guess them guys. Guess them guys. Well, you're not going to get two of them. <laughs> I'll just tell you who they are. Noah Brown, yep. Brandon Ayuk, Christian Watson, yep. Justin Watson. Oh, wow. I, uh, I never would have figured Justin Watson. I know Christian yep. Watson has a ridiculous yards per catch average because every route the guy runs is yep. at least 30 yards. 16.7 yards per catch. Uh, uh, by the way, watch out for those Packers. They may be like you think frisky, whatever, uh, sneaky frisky. Could be like, frisky. There's a couple of teams Could be that down the stretch, as yep. things have just been so unbelievably unentertaining here in Foxborough. If you, just as general NFL or football fan, are looking for something resembling entertainment, teams like a the Broncos in the American Football Conference and b the Packers in the National Football Conference, yeah, might be sneaky frisky watchers. Okay, all right, I'll take that. You know, now I'm going down a real rabbit hole here. This is the guy we got till we got till ten. <laughs> That's insane, though. Seventeen yards a game, sixteen yards per game for your, disaster. Your big off-season acquisitions. Bill Belichick added to the long list. We talked about earlier in the year. Uh, just the swap out of Juju Smith-Schuster in Jacoby Myers out. Myers is averaging you know nothing crazy, but fifty-four yards a game. It's a Light years different than those guys. And okay, but then you multiply that times 17 games. Yeah. You figure maybe he misses one game. He did because he was in the protocol. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, he played 11 puts games. him on par right. for his yeah. career average of like 850 yards. And this is on a, an, a, an inept offense in and of itself with the Raiders this year. Oh, big time. Uh, it, the Patriots were hardly inept in 2021 and uh, had their times or the periods of ineptitude last year as well. He has more touchdowns than anybody on the Patriots. Myers has six touchdowns this year. Uh, Rich, that would be he has more touchdowns than the entire wide receiving core. That's right. Deron Bland, yeah, that was the stat of the, the yeah. week in week 12 from Callahan. Deron Bland with his five pick sixes, as many tutties as the entire Patriots wide receiver core. Patriots yeah. wide receiving core with, that's healthy has one. Kendrick Bourne has four of the five wide receiver touchdowns. So Kendrick Bourne's out. So you have one of the active wide receivers on the team, and we are entering week 13 of the NFL season. There's one, one tug, and it's the Juju Smith-Schuster one, which nobody even remembers. So anyway, that's... That was against Miami, right? Sure. Fourth down play, yeah. (laughs) 
Sure. I wish I didn't remember. I, please, <laughs> del- note to self. Diane, tell Great. me to delete the hard drive after the show tonight. Thank you. Speaking of uh, like trivia and guessing games, I really do feel like Bailey Zappi is going to be the answer to a trivia question like 10 years from now, where he's not going to be back on the team next year, I don't think. Maybe he'll be, I guess, like a deep backup or something. Hopefully they just draft the next guy and they move on. That's what everybody's hoping for, and then you have a new guy, and then that, that, that guy's the answer. Just like Jarrett Stidham became sort of a trivia question. It was like after Tom Brady and before they signed Cam Newton, who did they think for like three months was going to be the starter and he never actually started? Jarrett Stidham. Same thing here. Mac Jones is going to be the famous first-round bust. Everybody's going to remember him as a Patriots fan. You're probably not honestly going to remember Bailey Zappi. And then 10 years from like, oh, that's right. That guy played a couple games that one year. Then he actually started a few games in that other, in the year that they won two games. And uh, that's going to be the, the end of it. Like, I'm... I'm really starting to think that both guys won't even be on the roster next season, and you're going to have to have a whole new QB room. There are nitwits, knuckleheads, and nerds like myself who remember the John Freezes, Damon Hewards, yeah, Michael right. Bishop, Scott Seekels, and Tommy Hodgson's of the world yeah. that will remember Zappy, and mostly just because like the guy has a signature moment or at least like brand awareness attached to his name from 2022 with Zappy Fever. And Zappy Hour. People will remember Mac Jones because... Well, obviously, first-round yeah. pick. I mean, that's a big, uh, that's a big it, swing and a miss. But it's like, so in addition to the fact that Hart and I were just wondering, like, how, how long would the docuseries have to be to explain just exactly how the Patriots undid, if not broke, Mac Jones? Think of it... I want to ask you this question, Rich. Um, we did a mailbag podcast today. Pats fans are so frustrated. A single tweet and a single Facebook post garnered us... 105 questions in an hour. Right? People yeah. are so like, they're look just at the six like, rings pod, six rings, baby. I mean, it's, it's a growing community yep. with, you know, uh, it's BYO, uh, <laughs> BYO Whatever. Molotov cocktail and Correct. pitchfork these days. But, um, I, I, I ask you this of the many questions that we garnered and fielded today. Is this the most disappointing Patriot season that you can remember? Now I know they've had worse seasons before statistically Rod Russ one in 15, McPherson had a three and thirteen year. I think, but given I, the expectations right. and where the franchise is, I I kind of think oh nine because I I did have a, a low bar, not this low of a bar. I didn't think it could get this low. I don't know if anybody thought I could get this low. I didn't think they'd be competing for the number one overall pick in the draft, but I thought they'd win six or seven games. Like I didn't think they were going to be that great. I didn't think the roster was that good. I think if you go back to oh nine and you just remember, you go undefeated oh seven until it wasn't. Then first game of 08, Brady's down. And then 09, Brady's back. So right. the last time we saw a full game of Brady, you're like, that team was unbelievable. They still had Randy Moss. You're thinking 09 is going to be great. And that's famously the one where Bill Belichick is on the football life talking about, like, I just don't think I can break through to these guys. On the sideline in New Orleans when they got absolutely whooped they go, uh, on they Monday whooped. Football. And, you know, it's a Tom Brady team, so they made the playoffs, but they were non-competitive in that playoff game. And I think that one... Because they were so good. They hadn't won a Super Bowl since, you know, 04. They were the greatest team in regular season history in 07. Right. And then they did whatever they could. They won 11 games in 08, but you had to watch a full season without Brady. I think as a fan, 09, I was probably more disappointed than this season. Uh, There were times, though, that there were, because it was Tom Brady, because you had Wes Welker Mm -hmm. up until that Mm -hmm. awful game in Houston at the end of the season, because you had Moss, there were times 
that season that there were still at least thrills flourishes like the again the Buffalo game at the beginning of the season unnerving until the end thank yeah. you Otis McKelvin there's some like the Tennessee game where they won 59 nothing there's two games that provided true legitimate true. entertainment that's that's already one game more than this season yeah, there's no I entertainment think this in is this. yeah I think this is there's no wrong answer but this may be the right answer yep um, right I think this is the most disappointing frustrating uh just gross season because there it has been joyless from Jump Street ever right. since they like since Cole Strange was stopped a half yard short in his pursuit of oh, that yeah. first down. That could, that don't don't tell fun. me that there was joy in the Jets game the next week. That was an awful, awful, awful football game. This season has been an absolute slog, and it's really oh, it's, it's been just, it's yeah, it's been a disaster. I can't even put. I don't even have the words. I don't. Have, I don't have the vocabulary to to accurately describe it. Philadelphia, you go back to week one. Tom Brady's honored. Uh, they play well, lose a close game. They score 20 points, which they haven't been able to do the last two weeks combined. And Christian Gonzalez, like that was the start of that run where Christian Gonzalez was the rookie of the month. And you're like, oh, this guy, they, they got somebody. And then he gets hurt. And you're like, all right, the one kind of bright spot for the future and even the present gone. Mm-hmm. And then the things just kind of fell apart. I mean, Mac Jones gets benched in his first game in, in week four. So it was pretty early on where you're like, oh, they might not have it. And what a bad omen that was. That was the most lopsided loss in Belichick's coaching career. So for that to happen so early in the season, you're like, oh, this isn't. And then the, we put a lot of, a uh, lot of, I don't know if it was hope, but a lot of stock in the Saints game. Like, how do you respond from the worst yeah. game ever? How do you possibly respond? Do you bounce back? Is that just like a one-off? It was not a one-off no. as they got shut out in that game. And then, yeah. You had the random win against Buffalo, but other than that, it was like, yeah, what a mess. All right, to the phones we go, 617-779-7937 if you want to jump aboard. We have Dan in Rhode Island. He's up next here with Keith and Fitzy. What's up, Dan? Hey, Danny. Hey, let me get you a speakerphone. Awesome. Hold on a sec here. Yeah, no problem. Take all the time you need. I know how this works. Yep. Good evening. Hey, Fitz. Hey, how are you, Danny? Uh, good. Uh, two things real quick. I'm not counting the expectations, but the worst season in Patriots history, maybe team sports history, was the 1990 Patriots, the Victor Kayan, Patrick Sullivan charade. Yeah. Uh, Rod Ross. Because it was yep. actually, yeah, and 1-15, in 15, but even worse, the December 2nd, I just Googled it, that was the Lisa, Lisa Olsen, Zeke Moat fiasco. Oh, God. That was, oh, God. That, yeah. that was, that was the worst. Yeah, you, yeah. you can't get any lower than that. That drags that that whole situation was true. One other thing, one other thing that uh, keeps it kind of pisses me off when people talk about uh, the money thing with Kraft and the the, um, the contract, whatever is left on it. We I guess it's one or two years. A, he's the one who signed him to it for one. Now Mark Davis, right? What's he got? Probably one tenth of the money that Bill Belichick has. You, you mean Kraft? But yeah, I think Bill yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Kraft. Is. Yep. Yep. Now, he's an idiot. He's at eight. He's on the team for 11 years. He's at eight coaches. But he owes Josh McDaniels $60 million. Right. $60 million. He can eat that. Uh, Bob Kraft can eat whatever it is that's owned to Belichick. And just, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it, I know what you're saying, comes, but Dan, what comes I, about money. Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. I, hope, I hope that it it, uh, it isn't just about that. They don't keep him for the money. Thanks for the call. I think at this point, what I'm holding out hope for is there's six games left. It doesn't matter. Like it, as far as if you fire him right now, like what does that really accomplish? Whereas at the end of the year, maybe you can trade him, and then you're not 
Bill Belichick and Tom Brady both walked away and you get nothing in return if you're Kraft. So you got to try to trade Belichick, get something for him. Maybe Carolina's super desperate. Or if you can get two teams against each other, that's the best way to get value for a 70-plus-year-old coach coming off a two-win season. But if Carolina and the Chargers are both fighting over it, maybe you get like a second-round pick, and then you go from there. That's better than just firing him paying him the rest of his money for the next year and letting him choose his destination. Like that's the best argument right now for keeping him because this season has been so bad. Any other coach would have been fired weeks and weeks ago, uh, ages and ages ago. Yeah. And while Belichick does deserve his flowers, his praise, his accolades yeah, yeah. at all, um, you know, any other coach would have, but you don't want to, you don't want to disgrace the man or you don't want to like, you know, basically just be discourteous Uh, as much as you need to preserve the value of your franchise and do what's in the best interest of the football team. You kind of owe it to ride out the season with him. And you know, you, you can't punt on what you may eventually get like rewarding him with the go ahead. Just uh, here, let us pay you to go find someplace else, better to coach or a different situation. Like you might be able to trade him. You don't have to pay him now, but like the callers overall on the way out the door would help. Yeah. Yeah. The the car's overall point is you can't just stick by, him and Mac Jones because you're like, well, I got good value in Mac Jones and I'm already paying Belichick. Like, that's insane. Like, you can't you can't do that and expect yeah. any kind of change and expect to win. Uh, let's go to Matt in Rhode Island on Bailey Zappi. What's up, Matt? Hey, yeah, but just quick, maybe when you do the draft show, you can do, like, a showcase showdown where, like, if you overbid for the showcase, you know, like, I overbid on, like, the yardages or, or touchdowns. Just just an idea. I love game shows. Guess them stats. Same here, Matt. Obsessed. Um, yeah. I was trying to get to it last night. Like, what we know, I, what I think is Zappi is much more confident in the pocket. He doesn't get his feet. Like, I'm not saying Zappi's the best quarterback. I know. I get it. He's much, get it. More, much more confident in the pocket, and he's much more mobile. And one other thing I'd like to see is um, run Malik Cunningham out there with both of them on the field and, like, just sure. you know, do a little 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 magic over there. Just, you know, have some fun with it. Like I was saying last night, just do something. Score some points. If you lose, like, you lose. But, like, entertain the fans a little bit. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no problem, Matt. Yeah, I think playing both. Like, what the hell? What, why not? Why not? Mark this down. Yeah. Uh, we're not even in December yet, and we already have somebody hyping up the draft show in April. How about that? That's going to be a big-time show. Hopefully the Red Sox don't play that night. Otherwise, there will be no draft show. Well, and we, I even we, think we should start campaigning now. The uh, So last year, we did, it was me, Fitzy, Hart, and Scheim did a show from 6 to midnight, round one of the draft, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, it was a blast. It was a ton of fun. And a uh, ratings bonanza by it. It was. It was, it, was a, it was a smash success. People are still talking about it to this day. Sales de- there are people in the sales yeah. department currently listening from their mega yachts because of that show. Correct. The next night, round two and three, there was a Sox game, so we weren't on the air. I would say, if especially if they're picking first, second, or third, that means they're also picking first, second, or third in the second and the third round. Then you send the Red Sox it's to vital. our sister station, yes. 8.50 a.m. That's Correct. fine. That's Anyone who listens to the Red Sox on the radio, they understand. A, yeah. has the Odyssey app already, Correct. and B, has a radio that gets amplitude modulation. We need to, get out, we need to start this campaign now, and we need you, the people out there, to, to fight for this. So be like, hey, we need two nights of the draft show this year. Well, as we- the official Red Sox producer, I think I can make that call. Great call, Just Shiz. saying. I, I Just haven't saying. thought about the power that you wield. That's right. It's a great point. And as wow. the pregame host, maybe I can withhold well, my no, services. Let's like, listen, go. I'm not doing it. Not, do, not tonight, I'm not. And as the guy that fills in on every other time slot <laughs> on the station, wherever you need me. Yeah. 
April 25th and 26th are the first two nights of the draft, so mark your calendar accordingly. All right, you can uh, jump aboard here at 617-779-7937. Bailey Zappi feeling pretty good about himself. Sounds like he will be the starter this Sunday, and we'll also try to find some winners in the bet du jour coming up next. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash WEEI and check out WEEI on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. You notice everybody was uh, tweeting out their Spotify top fives and their like, Apple Music, I guess, does it too, which I didn't realize they do. Oh, yeah. It's interesting, though. When you have kids, Fitzy, sometimes what your top music might be. My <laughs> wife showed me the, her top five music, and it was like Disney something, Super Kitties, and then like three things that she listens to. I'm like, yep, yeah. that sounds about right. Oh, uh, look at that. Oh, it was The Wiggles, It's Raining <laughs> Tacos, uh, yep. and then Corn and Limp Bizkit. Like, right. the, Mandal- the Mandalorian theme. And- yeah. yeah. Uh, not bad. Uh, not too shabby. All right. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy. And time now for the bet du jour. What is that? Great question. It's the bet of the day. Uh, we all lost on Monday Night Football. What a disaster that was. That game was a mess. That Vikings-Bears game sucked. Brutal. Uh, so Brutal we're, we're all 500 now betting Monday Night Football. But it is a uh, Wednesday night. There uh, is no pro football, but there's basketball, there's hockey, and I'm sure some other things that we can bet on. Fitzy, where are you going tonight? Uh, tonight we will return to the Association of National Basketball, who just declared their eight finalists, if you will, for their in-season tournament. Woo! A team that almost made the tourney and gave the business to the Celtics will be on the receiving end of my selection tonight. Rich, on the bet du jour, give me the surprisingly game competitive, if not spry and talented, Orlando Magic over the trash oh, fire. They're, fris- they're more than frisky at this oh, point. Yeah, Magic good. are they're, good. They are legitimately good. They've won seven in a row. Yeah, they're hot. And you know what? They're going to play angry tonight because they just missed out, even though they beat the Celtics last week, on making the in-season tournament. Give me the Magic covering a big 10-point spread at home against the trash fire that is the Washington Wizards. I like it. Very good. I'm going to go to the basketball game as well. Actually, give me a player prop. LeBron James uh-huh. under 24 and a half points. LeBron James just set the all-time minutes record the other night. Jeez. They're playing Detroit, who has, let's see, two wins. They're 2-15, and 15, so I could see this one just being a laugher, and then they sit old-ass LeBron James down for a little bit, so I don't think he's going to get to 25 points. So that is uh, that is my pick. Stiz? Well, I'm going to go directly against you. Whoa! LeBron James over two and a half threes, plus 150. Same bet hit for me last week. Let's go. That's okay. He can hit He can hit three threes. He had nine points, then check yeah, out. Yeah. We could both hit this. That's all right. I'm not mad at you for that. Uh, we're getting some bad information as it relates to the potential draft show, Fitzy. What? Yeah, so Ryan was mentioning this during the break. We're getting texts on it as well. The Red Sox, now they don't have times yet for the games, Mm -hmm. but the Red Sox have a game against Cleveland on Thursday the 25th, and then they play the Cubs on the 26th. Uh, Now, there is a chance. bummer that would be. Well, I'm just going to say there is a chance, Rich, depending on, now are those those at Fenway or are they away? Do we know? Uh, Let me tell you this. One of them is in Cleveland, Thursday Mm -hmm. the 25th, so maybe it's a getaway game. Maybe it's an afternoon game. game. That'd be nice. 
And then Friday, they're home against the Cubs, so you know that's going to be a night game. That's right over to our sister station, <laughs> AM850. You know, uh, who could, there's got to be somebody yep. in our structure, like Mike Thomas, take yep. Mike Thomas, send that game to AM radio, <laughs> tear down that wall. Come yeah. on, Ken Laird. Once the football season ends and we know exactly where the Patriots, uh, yeah, where the Patriots are picking, we need we need to get like a big like movement going because that was the most fun show all last year. So we got to oh, try to make hands sure. Down. I yeah. mean, just like people are still like, I'm hardly even just over how much food we ate, let alone the Gonzalez draft pick, the reaction Correct. videos, awesome. and how jacked up on energy drinks Andy Hart was. We were pretty, we yeah, we we were pretty messed up on the energy drinks, but. Six hours never went by so fast, so never, it was uh, good stuff. All right, let's grab it on the call here. we got Justin in New Hampshire. He joins us next. Hey, Justin. Hey, Fitzy, Keith, what's going on? Yo. How are you, buddy? Fitzy, I know I've talked to you several times towards mm-hmm. the beginning of the year, and I told you that Belichick's model didn't work anymore. We were going to have more of the same. I thought they might get four wins. Here's the thing that I don't get, though. Yep. Why do we have to be so courteous to Bill Belichick? Why, why are we owing this guy this dance out the door when the guy's been a terse, standoffish, arrogant, like doesn't answer questions? It was cute when they were winning and when they had six Super Bowls in 20 years. Now it's just dumb. I don't understand why everybody said, oh, we got to give him a nice exit. He did a lot for the organization. Great. He sucks now. They suck. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll t- uh, listen. It's hard to That's argue a great against question. That. That's a great. It's a very fair question, Justin. It is. I, my take now is more less of the oh well, like you're doing him dirty, and more hey, what's best for the franchise? Could you possibly get a draft pick for him at the end of the year? I also don't think even if you win out, which I know is comical, but I'm saying even if you have like this big change. And the new coach, you ride high with this coach. Like, what? You just sink your draft stock. You're not going to make the playoffs. Like, there's no point in that. I would rather just have him have him out. But you're right. Like, do we need to be super nice to the guy? How would he react? <laughs> he, he got rid of so many players before he probably needed to get rid of players. But that's he was cutthroat, part of his success. So why should he be treated any different than the way he treated people? I agree. The classic thing about Bill Belichick as he's remained with the team and gone well past when he probably should have moved on or been moved himself is Belichick of the many different aspects of his famous or infamous reputation yeah. is that he would always move on from someone a year or two years too early. And yet still here he is now yeah. sticking around maybe a year or two years longer. Right. And listen Bizarre. to all the people like Andy Hart had that poll he put up yesterday where it was like 53 percent of Patriots. There's a couple thousand people who responded. So it's a decent sample size. Over 50% of people just said flat out, I don't want him involved next year, either mm-hmm. as coach and GM or as coach. It's just time to move on. Yeah. It, it is not an insult when people say, like, I just think it's time for change. That's all. Like, it's run its course. Some things just That's come it. to everything that has a beginning has an end. One hour down, three hours to go. We have an end, 10 o'clock tonight here on WEEI, and we will get to our Would You Rather Wednesday coming up next on the Rich Keefe Show.